the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. This morning, Kettering, if you have your Bibles with you, and you should, I want to invite your attention to Isaiah 43, verse 2. And I want to focus in on the, the B part. And it says, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. I want to start a series of messages entitled Church on Fire. And from this text, I want to talk to you from the subject matter, Hope in the Fire. Now, I'm curious on this morning, is there anybody here this morning that's been going through and going through, and going through. In this passage, Isaiah is talking to a disobedient Israel who, despite all the warnings of God, found themselves in Babylonian captivity. And as they were dealing with all the pressures of captivity, this message comes to them to give them hope in their captivity. Now, when they went in, it wasn't a pleasant experience. But when they got there, the Lord had spoken through the prophets and told them, that while you're here, go ahead and build houses and plant vineyards and marry and, and bring forth children because you're going to be here a while. So they're in this uh, situation for a while. And as you could imagine, that as you go through uh, this difficult place, at some point, hope begins to wane and you kind of feel like, you know what, I'm just going to be here for the rest of my life. But God, through this prophet Isaiah, says to them, speaking to his children whom he loves, whom he's chosen, whom he says even in the, the text of Isaiah 43 itself, whom I've redeemed, whom he's called by name. He says to them, when you walk through the fire, 
you shall not be burned. When I looked at the the audience he spoke to, it mirrors a born-again audience. We are those whom he loved, whom he called by name. We are those who are his own people. We are those who are redeemed by him. And I believe that uh, this text can apply to us as well. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. This message of hope in the fire begins with what I call the promise of problems. When you walk through the fire, there is in that particular portion of text, there's a promise of problems in the word when. It doesn't say if you walk through fire. It says when you pass through the fire, because of our sin, problems and fiery situations are inevitable. I, I know that's not happy preaching, Pastor. I need something happy. I, 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 ain't, I ain't got the happy yet. I'm, I got to get you to the real thing. The reality is that in this sinful life, we will go through some trials and some tribulations. And John 16 said this way, these things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. Because I've already overcome the world. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12 says it like this. Beloved, think it not strange when you come into or fall into fiery trials, which is to try you. It ain't a strange thing that you got trouble. Trouble is guaranteed. Even for those who cross the T's and dot the I's, because we've all been plunged into a sinful environment, because we have this sin nature, trouble is inevitable. Because we are the loved of God, because we are the chosen of God, the enemy is going to send trouble your way. And because God loves you, he's going to allow some trouble in your life. This is the promise when you pass through the fire. I would say that if you haven't passed through one, you will. But I feel pretty confident in saying you've already been through some. Amen, somebody. I feel pretty confident in saying that everybody who's listening to me has been through some level of fiery trial already. And if you're in a lull right now, in other words, you're at a place where, well, things are going pretty good. You, you kind of you feeling a little bit comfortable and a little bit at ease that ain't nothing happening right now. And that's because life proves to us that fiery trials will come again. It's a part of God's love process as well. There's, there's a purpose in the fire. Lord, help me, Jesus. But there's hope in the fire. When, the text says, reminds me that I will have problems, I will have trials, 
have to go through some fiery situations. It's inevitable for us all. We will have trials. We will walk through fire. Y'all still here? But there's hope in the fire because secondly, as we just, I'm just meticulously trying to pick this text apart. He says, when you pass through the fire. The text gives me a promise that I'm not going to go into the fire for inevitability. No, I'm going into this fire, but I'm going to pass through it. Hallelujah, Jesus. I I, I need y'all to learn how to preach this to yourself. To encourage yourself, I need you to learn how to preach this to yourself. I I, I need you to learn how to preach it in the positive and not the negative. Stay here with me. Because in the negative, we say, girl, I'm going through. That's what we say. But what we really mean is problems keep coming and I don't know how I'm going to make it out. That's what we mean when we say I'm just going through. No, you got to preach it in the positive. You got you to switch it and shift it a little bit and preach it in the positive and say, honey, I'm passing through. In other words, I'm not here to stay. I'm on, matter of fact, even as I evaluate today versus on yesterday, I'm doing better today than I was yesterday. So I must be moving. I'm not in the same place. I'm, I'm passing through this thing. And I think if we begin to learn how to preach to ourselves, even in our articulations to other people, it'll bring hope to our fire situation. There's another little detail in the text that I don't want you to miss. It says, not only when you pass through, walk through, the the text says, you're going to be walking. Y'all see that? It says, when you walk through the fire. If, if I'm the leader right now, I'm saying, okay, team, we're going to be walking. And, and you're looking at the fire saying, uh, uh, wait a minute. W- when you go through fire, you run. No, today we're going to be walking. That's what the text is. And the text is reminding you that there's hope in the fire when you walk. Th- this is not, it's not a sprint, okay? Israel walked for 70 years through their fire. I don't know how long your has been. I don't know how long it's going to be, but, but it's going to be a walk and not a sprint. Okay? Walking indicates that it's going to take longer to get there, but because I'm still walking, because watch this, I can walk a lot longer than I can run. See, when I run, I get tired a little faster. I may run two and a half, three miles. I could probably walk five, six, ten miles and not even have a problem. Because when you walk through the fire, that means you have reserve to make it to the end. Can you imagine have running through a fire and get about three miles in and you can't run no more? You got to sit down. And you don't want to sit down in a fire. Because if you sit down in the fire, it's over. But this fire, the text says, we're going to walk through. Because walking not only lets me know that it's going to take longer, but walking expresses a lack of anxiety about the problem around me. Stay here with me. Walking says, I'm not concerned about the situations around me because fire inevitably tells me I need to run. But if I'm not concerned about the fire, I can walk. 
and I'm walking through this fire. I'm, I don't have no anxiety. I don't have any fear of the fire because the, the promise is I shall not be burned. If I'm walking in confidence, if I'm walking with God and I know that God has given me promise, I can walk and don't have to worry about running. And watch this. While I'm walking, I'm not worried. While I'm walking, I ain't got to stay up all night and be crying and filling up my pillow with tears. While I'm walking, I can handle the pressures. While I'm walking with him, I can handle people coming at me every which way. While I'm walking, I can deal with difficult situations because he relieves all my anxiety. He said it earlier, he'll give you his peace when you're with him. There's a promise in the text, not only that you will have problems and a promise that you will be passing through, but there's also a promise of protection. It says, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you or be kindled upon you. You shall not be burned. God promises that you will be fine. You, you won't get hurt. You won't be destroyed by the fire. God says, I got you. You're mine. Let me read this. But now thus says the Lord who created you and who formed you, fear not for I have redeemed you, called you by your name. You are mine. You mine. I got you. I got you. It's this, this, this not a got you like the, like the world got you. It's not like your, your brothers and sisters, brother man, sister man. No, he got you. He says, I've got you. I'm going to keep you and protect you. And the fire that you walk through is not going to burn you, even though it may feel like I'm on fire. And it feels like, God, you're trying to kill me. He's not trying to kill you. He's got you. He's going to protect you. You will not be burned. Lord, help me here, Jesus. And while you're going through it, there's a promise that you will not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. There's a level of fire protection, help me God, that God promises when you walk through your stuff, you shall not be burned. That's, that's a word from God. And the, the fire won't, won't scorch you. The flames won't scorch you. And if you think about some those things that you've been through, some of those fiery trials that you've gone through in your life, you came out on the other side and you were not burned. You were not consumed. You were not destroyed. But the Lord used those fires to shape you. Lord, help me, God. He used those fires to constrict you for a season so that he can mold you and shape you and strengthen you and cause you to trust him even more. Lord, have mercy. Because there's no way you could walk through some of the fiery trials of life that you've been through and you didn't learn how to trust God. You might have started out calling mama and calling daddy and all of a sudden there was a night, there was an evening, there was a day when they didn't answer the phone, when nobody was there and it was too late in the night and it was too early in the morning and you had to call on the name of Jesus. He's got a way of constricting us even in the fire where we have to learn how to trust him. I'm just trying to help you to understand he's working something in your life and in the text he's working something in Israel for 70 years he's working something in them that they have to go through this season of fire but yet when they came out on the other side they were not destroyed. Now watch this. Their homeland was destroyed. But guess what? God sent back 
those who came out of captivity, that they would rebuild what the enemy had destroyed. Now, here's some application for you. He's saying, Pastor, yeah, I went through the fire, but they burned up my stuff. I lost my house. I lost my car. God has a way of restoring all the years that the locusts have eaten. And and ultimately, he was bringing them, and he's bringing you and bringing us back into a place of trusting him. Y'all still here? I'm almost done. Here's the last thing, the last promise. I have four promises. The last promise comes in, actually, was a proof. Because I'm sure the question is, well, how, how do I know that these promises will be fulfilled? And the final thing I want to talk about is the proof of the power to fulfill the promise is in the promise maker. Y'all still here? The proof of, of power to fulfill the promise. You know, people can make promises and they don't have no power to fulfill them. Well, I need you to understand the one who made this promise has power to fulfill it. Where'd you get that from? It's right there in the text. He says, I am the Lord. <laughs> Uh, In other words, the proof of power to perform what he just said he was going to perform lies in the identity and the personhood of who it is who promised it. The one who made this promise that he can walk you through fire and cause you not to be burned, the one who made the promise is the one who says, I am the Lord. I am Jehovah. I am, uh, uh, I'm Yahweh. I'm the one who created everything. I'm, I'm your creator. And if I'm the creator of, I'm the one who created fire. I'm the one who created the situation, the circumstance. I'm the one, I'm, I am the Lord, uh, your God, uh, your creator, your life giver, your life sustainer. I'm the one who picked you when nobody else would. I'm the one who chose you when you were uncho- unchoosable. Nobody wanted to choose you, but I chose you anyway that you might be my child. And because you're my child and I've chosen you, I've chosen you that you might be protected by me. And my power is the power that's going to sustain you through all of this. Are y'all still here with me? It, it's me. It's me. He says the Holy One, uh, the one who has no equal. That, that's his identity. I'm, I'm the one who has no equal. There's none like me, nor shall there ever be. I'm the only one and true living God. There is no other God but me. I am the I am, and there's no one equal to me. I am the Holy One, the one who, 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 who is capable of changing your unholiness into holiness is me. I'm, I'm making the promise. I'm, I'm your Savior, he lays out finally in the text. I'm your Savior. I'm the one who lived for you uh, for 33 years without sin. I'm the one who allowed my creation uh, help me God. I'm the one who allowed my creation to crucify me. I'm, I'm the one uh, who who stepped out of nowhere uh, and stepped on nothing and spoke everything into existence and yet I was so big I was the one who limited myself to be born in a manger. I'm the one who, who took off my royal diadem and came into a sinful earth. I'm the one. I'm your savior i'm the savior yeah that's me i'm the one who who took on all of your sin and and allowed your sin past present and future to be put on me i'm the one who was whipped and beaten all night long i'm the one who came through 42 i'm the one who 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 made nailed to a cross and and hung high and stretched wide i'm the one who died on calvary i'm the one who shed the blood i'm the one i am your 
your savior. I'm the one. I've got power. Watch this. Not just over life. I've got power over death because I'm the one who went into the tomb for three days and three nights. And on the third day, I got up with all power in my hand. I'm the one. If I can't do what I said I'm going to do, I'm not God. And so he says, I'm, I'm God. I can, I can fulfill this word that I'm putting out, this promises that I'm putting out. I have the power to fulfill all of these promises. I am powerful enough to walk with you through fire that you won't even get burned. I'm the one that can take and walk with you through the loss of your loved ones. And I can give you joy in the midnight hour. I'm the one who, when your money is funny, Lord Jesus, and you don't know where the next paycheck is coming from, I'm, I'm the one who, who provides seed to the sower. Yeah, that's, that's me. I, I can do these things that I said I'm going to do because I've got the power to do them. I'm the one. I don't, I don't, I don't know what your health situation is and what the doctor said. And even though they are premier in their studies, they're still practicing. But I'm not a practicer. I'm the creator. I can, I can heal cancer. I can remove tumors. I can take blood pressure and bring it back down. I'm, I'm powerful enough to change the atmospheric pressure around your whole body. You think I can't change your blood pressure? I can bring your blood pressure down. I am powerful. I am the almighty God. I've got all power and if anybody else has any power it's only because I lend it to them for a season but I'm the all powerful and almighty God I can fulfill every promise that I've made for you and when you walk through the fire you won't be burned nor will the flames scorch you I am the Lord the holy one of Israel your creator your redeemer your God There's hope, Kettering, in the fire. There's purpose in your problems. God's working on you, in you, through you, to bring you to the other side. And you know, it's something something about, you know what, and when you sometimes you see people walking, you don't realize they're walking through fire. You look at them and they look just like, you know, look, it's just as good and handsome as I do. Let's look like everything all right. And you, you, you know, you ask them how they doing. They say, I'm doing all right. But I'm walking through the fire. But guess what? Now you can walk through the fire and say, I'm doing all right. They say, well, I, I heard you lost your house. I heard you lost your house. Yeah, but I'm doing all right. Because I'm walking through this fire. I ain't here to stay. That's, that's temporary stuff. But, I, but there's a place and a destiny that I have. And I'm, I'm going to keep on walking until I get on the other side. And when I get to the other side, I'm coming out and I'm going to be better than I was when I went in. Listen, I just want this to get in your spirit because I believe that God, he had his hand on us to go through these things. And some of them are difficult. Some of them are extremely difficult. But I need you to understand there's hope Don't give up hope. There's hope in this fire. There's hope in your trial. There's hope. Don't don't throw on a towel. Don't don't sit down. Keep walking. Don't give up. Keep walking. And God's going to bring you out. And he's going to keep you through it. 
And he's going to sustain you and protect you. And when you come out, you'll come out like pure gold. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.